It's the state of Victorian greyhound racing and the stories behind the sport. This is RSN 927's Off The Leash. It is time for Off The Leash and Georgie Ferrugia has walked in with more um, gel than I've ever seen before <laughs> in his head. <laughs> you like it. You like the uh, fonts you are. You're informed today, Gareth. No, I like it. How many how many um, tubs of gel do you go through a week? Absolute don't use gel. No. What are you, what are you <laughs> using these days? Touch of wax because <laughs> the, the, hair, the hair goes a bit nuts. That's a lie. Um, Molly Haynes, good morning to you. Good afternoon. Yeah, good afternoon. Plenty to have a chat about including the National Greyhound Draft, which is close to your heart, George. And hats off. I love new initiatives. I love how organisations like Greyhound Victoria can take a punt and sand down with the draft and to get new people into the game. And you lead the way. And we saw one of your favourites, I think, go around there on Friday night. He is now, after, yeah. <laughs> after his run. He was fantastic war banger. He ran very quick time in 2230 two or 33 which is one of the fastest maidens we've seen so uh, yeah it was a big thrill now this man peter cameron when i spent my time in perth he was like the um the daily operation of greyhound racing (laughs) boy he could find a talented greyhound and he joins us now because he was the man that picked out the star of the show there on uh, friday night and peter cameron joins us now pete good morning good morning guys how are we good thanks mate how did you pick out this greyhound I uh, basically looked at the at the pedigree and the, the mother uh, was proven. She'd thrown some really good ones in her first litter. Uh, ring the bell and bells are ringing and blazing bomber. So uh, I knew she was proven and that was probably the biggest thing for me. The rest of the, the broods that had produced pups for the draft were pretty good racetrack performers but not necessarily proven in the in the breeding barn as yet. So it made it a bit easier for me. Now, Pete, it's Molly here. Um, I really wanted to know why you chose to, to be involved in the National Greyhound Draft. I know we're, we're a huge fan of it over here in Victoria, but what was it that kind of drew you into the idea? Uh, I heard about it, and I, I love the concept, obviously. Um, and it's just good to get involved with these things along the way for, for someone from over here in WA, you know, it's a long way from Victoria. Um, so something on a national scale like that is good to be a part of. Uh, it's quite exciting as well, the concept. Pete, good afternoon or good morning for you. Uh, you now, you've got some mates involved uh, with your team. Of course, you get three greyhounds in, in Team Cameron. Uh, was it a big thrill for them? Uh, I know some of them might have been first-time owners. Uh, yeah, George, there's uh, there's quite a few from over this way. There's good West Australian flavour about wallbanger. Um, <laughs> but I'd say we've probably got 30 or 40 owners over here, and nearly half of them would be first-time greyhound owners. I'd say some of them have had success with Vanderwarp over your way. Um, but a lot of them are first-time owners, so everyone's getting a good kick out of that performance on Friday night. And Pete Cameron, uh, greyhound racing owes a lot to him because he's got that ability, obviously, through his passion and love for the sport to get new people involved. And one of his part owners is Brad Shepard, and he rang me the other day, and he was that excited. He goes, I've got a champion on my hands here. They say <laughs> we'll be winning the million-dollar chase next year. It will be winning the $600,000 Melbourne Cup. That must give you a wonderful thrill to see the enthusiasm from these first-time owners, Pete, in a sport that you love and adore. Yeah, it does. Um, good to have people like like him on board. Obviously, he's had a pretty amazing AFL career. His cousin, Mitch Marsh, is also involved okay. for Australia. Um, but these guys get a massive kick out of owning owning a dog. And even some, a dog that's gone and won a maiden at Geelong, you know. Um, 
but hopefully he's pretty promising and he can keep going. Where'd you get the name from? Wallbanger. Uh, oh, there's lots of submit, lots submitted for it. His channel name Harvey. So Harvey Wallbanger was uh, well, Wallbanger was one of the ones put forward. Okay. Um, and then there's a voting system for this. So yeah. everyone that was a was a part owner had the chance to vote on names, and uh, that one's the one that came up trumps. Now, you mentioned Vanderwarp uh, just briefly before. Um, he won the Bendigo Cup a couple of years ago, and he was also, um, his owners as well, were also first-time Greyhound owners. What was that like to experience the thrill of a Group 2 Country Cup? Because I know you guys were very excited, probably up there with the most excited Bendigo Cup winners we've ever had. <laughs> uh, it was it was great. Uh, a big bunch of schoolmates were involved in, in him. Unfortunately, he had a lot of injuries along the way. Um, but he was very fast, and we had a, a bunch of the boys over there in Bendigo for that night, so it's pretty good fun to get away for the weekend, especially when you, you come home with a trophy like that. So, yeah, it was great. And, mate, just a quick update on Campini. Uh, he is going well. He was over there for the Speed Star, obviously. Um, we brought him home. He had a couple of little niggles, a uh, little issue with his wrist, and uh, he's back here. We're going to probably bypass the million-dollar chase now and... Um, concentrate on things back here and get him ready for Melbourne Cup. He goes crash bang Campini. I tell you <laughs> yeah. what, you don't want to be next to him. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be outside him. You don't outside, really you don't want to be him. to his inside because he might kill you. Yeah, that's correct. But um, there's plenty happening over here in WA at the moment. A couple of big races over here, so we'll get him 100% right. He misses Paul a bit when he goes away, so uh, make sure he's happy and then hopefully it'll hit and run for the for the Melbourne Cup. Hey, Pete, congratulations. You found another superstar, it sounds like, anyway. Georgie still's got that smile on his face after what Wallbanger did there on Friday night. Um, appreciate your time and good luck. No worries. Thanks, mate. And well done to George on putting so much work into something that's, uh, that's gone so well first up. So good on you, George. Uh, on with well done, Georgie. I tell you what, he's up and about. He, he, he's got, as we just pointed out, he goes through a few tubs of gel, so maybe he could send a few over for his lucky sling. <laughs> Walking any taller, walking a bit taller. Yeah, he is. He's got a spring in his step. Good stuff. <laughs> Thanks, Pete. There's Peter Cameron, one of the leading owners in greyhound racing in this country, Georgie. Yeah. How far can the wall banger go? Um, yeah, look, uh, probably Angela is uh, the best person to talk to on that. She seems pretty um, yeah. um, really happy with the way he's going, that's for sure. She's confident he's going to run 500. His run home time was pretty good, Gareth, so we just got to get him sound. And he's got box four in the final. It'll be a challenge, but uh, he's in it up to his ears for sure. I was actually on course when he won his um, yeah. first race on Friday and um, Hannah, Jason Adams' girlfriend, was trackside and she's involved. She has a, a bit of a share in him as well and there were tears after the race. It was just... It was was so special to watch and it was yeah. just great to be around and just to see how excited people can get about about a maiden win it, it's great and it, it reminds you i suppose of, of why you're in the sport and that's the beautiful part of the sport isn't it because these greyhounds are more than just a greyhound they become part of your family it's like watching your brother or your sister or your proud father or mother watching your yep. greyhounds perform. You feed them twice a day, maybe three times a day. You give them massages. You take them for walks. They have their own different character. And then to see them do what they they do on a racetrack, it's like watching your your child starring, playing AFL football or <laughs> winning the 100-metre sprint at their local school sports. Yep. I would imagine anyway, Georgie. Yeah, and, and, and well done to Patch, Patch Adams. He, uh, yeah. Him and uh, Hannah, Hannah went down. I think they're first-time owners as well, really. So... Uh, yeah, look, fingers crossed. If we can stay sound, we might have a lot of fun with that dog.
The Million Dollar Chase continues to build momentum now and Goulburn holds heats of the Million Dollar Chase over the 440. Now, is Victoria represented by any greyhounds there? Yes, we've got, um, so that's actually this afternoon um, okay. that these Goulburn heats are. So there's two heats. Um, Fake Wow Donna is in box four and Lagoon Rhett for Terry Reed is in box number five. The second heat is race number eight and now Victorian is immediate for Deb Coleman and this Greyhound's drawn box number one. Yeah, look, uh, we're really taking shape now. Uh, we spoke about it yesterday, uh, Gareth, and the Wagga final on Saturday yep. is a ripper with Deliver, Black Opium, Ultimate Speed, really, really good greyhounds. Deliver broke the track record. Black Opium's drawn box five. She's going to want to get out and go, but Deliver, geez, he went really, really well there in his heat victory. So, Especially after a fall to start before. It was, yeah. Um, yeah, it was a pretty interesting fall. He ended up in the, the middle of the field at Horsham, but yeah. obviously all was okay for him to jump up and break the track record next start. He's always been a ferocious chaser. Yeah. Deliver and he's mm. a talented dog. So, uh, geez, there's some ripping grounds. As we discussed yesterday, Shimmer Shine trolling it at uh, Wentworth Park. So, uh, that uh, semi final night's going to be huge. Shimmer, a Lightning Visions, $2.50, the favourite in uh, the first heat of the million dollar chase at Goldman today. And then Spooky Vision at 418, Tennessee Tiger. In fact, it's the equal favourite at $2.50. And then we have Immediate for the Coleman team for the Vicks at $5, box number one. For Heat 2 of the Goldberg Million million Dollar Chase, blistering at $6 and Global Impact for the Strong Lord Kennels at $2. Um, Hardaway Harada at $5 as well. So any leaning towards any of those greyhounds there? Well, I know Immediate's got a lot of early speed, so should be able to utilise that box one draw pretty well, Gareth, at the $5 mark. I know there's some talented greyhounds who would have uh, known every grain of sand there at uh, at, at Goulburn today, but uh, Immediate uh, in good hands as well should be hard to hold out. Just having a look at the million-dollar chase, this is the all-in market at the moment. We're sitting in at home or... We're on site at the moment as a tradie or in our office or we might be in a TOB in Victoria or listening to the RSN app. Um, We want a winner, Georgie. A long-term prediction, please. Feral Frankie, $9. Good odds, Harada at $12. Pindara Express at $12. Shimmer Shine, RSN Central Zone at $12. Black Opium at $16. Global Impact at $16. And Hooked on Scotch at $16. Premier Share at $16. Then we go out to Flynn at $20-1. And get it, Gizmo at twenty to one. A host of other greyhounds at that quota. At those odds, I'd say good odds. Harada would be worth a bet at twelve dollars. We all seen what he did in that national mm-hmm. sprint championship. Just got run down on the line to the other greyhound that I was going to mention. Premium share at sixteens. I think they're probably two to have a, a little bit of a crack at. Uh, not too sure about Pindari Express. I think he does does his best racing on the U-turn tracks. Okay, Molly. Look, I'm really liking the fact that Shimmer Shines had a look at, at Wenty. I think that just is, is going to give this dog huge confidence. As it's The dailies have made no secrets how fast this dog is, and I think he, he really is going to thrive off the competition when it comes to racing against other good dogs. And, I mean, hooked on Scotch, if he's heading in that direction, with Jason Thompson saying mm. this dog can break the track record at Sandown, then he can break it anywhere as far as, as, far as I'm concerned. Now, what's happening in South Australia? They've taken the idea from Sandown with the Speed Star. Is that right? We've got some match races there. Yeah, State of Origin uh, started this last year, I believe, and yep. South Australia uh, defeated us 4-zip last year. So the Victorians need to to boogie. And uh, look, I think we're to repre- boogie. We're, we're, we need to... Uh, <laughs> we represented gel. It's the gel, yeah. <laughs> we're represented quite well, I reckon, of course, with uh, Seneki, a, a, a dual Group 1 winner, and Hooked on Scotch, the greyhound we mentioned, who went enormous in the Speed Star. Okay, just having a look at the markets here. For these 
State of Origin match races over in Adelaide tomorrow night. Crash Bandicoot at $7 and Sinachi at $1.10. Yeah, look, Sinachi going back to where it all started for him at Angle Park. We all know how, how good he is. He, um, and he was still running 20, 29.50 at, um, in his first couple of starts. Yeah, at, debut. yeah, so, I mean, he's definitely a greyhound who's, who's got the ability to, to be able to do it, even going in a little bit underdone. Should be winning. Yeah, absolutely. Steinbrenner at a dollar twenty, Molly. Is, this is Georgie's dog. Yes. Yeah. Um, look, his, his last couple of starts have been really good, uh, Gareth. So, um, yeah, if he handles uh, Angle Park, we'll be uh, pretty confident he could go well for sure. Okay, so a dollar twenty. He's in our multi. Yes. Then we go to Hooked on Scotch at a dollar ten. Yeah, racing again. on Fly for Fun. Yeah, who's in terrific, terrific form? The South Australian Greyhound Fly for Fun's been uh, terrific uh, for Lauren Harris in the last eight or nine starts. But unfortunately, for Fly for Fun, has drawn what people are thinking is the fastest Greyhound we've seen in a fair while. Now, I do have to mention quickly, Steinburner um, ran the second fastest time in the match races at Sandown on, um, last week. So, obviously, second behind Hooked on Scotch, who went that phenomenal um, 29-11. So, this dog's no slouch. And I think yeah. there's a reason that they've taken him um, up to, or they're going to take him up to South Australia. And it's, I mean, he's beaten good, in times, he's beaten good dogs at Sandown on that on that track. Yeah, I mean, he has. The issue with him is that the three Victorians that... Um, so the, the fastest greyhound, Gareth, gets an automatic entry into the Group 1 Adelaide Cup, which is massive. Okay, yeah. Uh, which I think is what uh, the heats are next week. So. Uh, the 3rd of October. Yeah. But what I love about this match race series, it, it gives greyhounds an excuse to be, and trainers, I suppose, an excuse to be putting their dogs on the track before the Adelaide Cup heats. So they can fit the Adelaide Cup in as well as the Million Dollar Chase? Well, that, that's, yeah, I, I, that's why the Adelaide Cup last year, I, I think, was decimated a bit because yeah. of the Million Dollar Chase. So yep. that's the issue, I suppose, we still have with the group racing calendar. Um, but if you can get a, a you know a surefire entry into a Group 1 racer, you certainly take it. Now, one of the greats, Dinah Patty, has been retired. She won a Group 3 Speed Star, Group 1 Maturity Classic at the Meadows, won an Australian Cup and taste success in a Group 2 Warnable Cup. Yeah, what a CV. I mean, she was a terrific, terrific greyhound. Showed a lot of speed and strength. Uh, nearly broke track records over 600 metres, sectional records. I mean, she's going to be uh, retired as one of the best, that's for sure. Absolutely. Look, it's a, it's a, it's a sad day when you see great dogs retire. And yep. you just it's just a, I suppose it's a good thing she's gone out on a, on a, a pretty high note when it comes to her racing career. Yeah. The Warnable Cup wasn't that long ago when she won it. And she's a fantastic dog. And she it's beat funny. Orson Allen too that yeah, day. Yeah, exactly. And look, we threw up on the GIV Facebook page last last night about who people, you know, might be thinking she should go to or Sire should, should yeah. be going to. And I, I don't know who it is yet, but I know there was a fair few people suggesting Orson Allen may be, maybe the greyhound they'd like to see Sire her first litter, but they're going to be worth a bit. I don't think any will be for sale, but no. I'll look forward to seeing what they can do you'd on think, the track. you think they'd be pretty slick, wouldn't you? <laughs> Where would you go, Georgie? Uh, I haven't had a, a really good look, but Orson Allen probably makes a little bit of sense. Mm. Bit of speed and strength there for Aston sure. Aston DB was also thrown in there by a couple yeah. of people. So, um, But yeah, it'll be very interesting to see what the wheelers do. I mean, they're, they're experts in this field, yep. so it'll be, yep. um, it'll be very interesting. They should know by now, the wheelers, anyway. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> what about the double-arm lure? The lures, when, when people talk about the lures and greyhound racing and how certain, certain greyhounds go better chasing different lures, it always fascinates me. And, and what about the... Double arm lure here, Georgie. What can you tell our listeners? Well, what I can tell the listeners is I think they've got it right here and I think they've listened to some uh, trainers that have, have thought this is the best way for greyhounds to chase. Um, I, I think the hoop arm 
uh, wasn't getting the best results probably. I think no, that's safe I think to say. They brought the hoop arm in because the idea being if a greyhound fell during a race that um, the greyhound would be able to run underneath the lure if it's coming back in, through, to oh, the okay. field. So it was a safety aspect when it came to, to the hoop. But I think the great thing about the decision with this to the two lures on, on the new arm that's going to be brought in soon is the fact that everyone was involved in the consultation period. We had the racing reference group work heavily alongside GRV. So it was it was a really great team effort and the positivity from everyone that I've experienced has been great. So it's good to see that GRV are on the right track. Yeah, yeah. it kicked off at the Meadows, Gareth. And yep. uh, I think the response from people racing at the Meadows said that the dogs were chasing a little bit more keener and... Um, as, as hard as it is to try to keep greyhounds in a straight line because as you mentioned campaign he loves yeah. the fence it's not an easy thing to do when they're going nearly 70 k's an hour but i think uh, i think we've got it right all right it's a big tick for the double arm lure from the team here on off the leash molly haynes and georgie Ferugia. okay best bets with tab the sponsor of this show we need the winners of grinners 20,000 was put on at $2.60 on Run and Rampage at Geelong. That was a fantastic win. I don't know whether you saw that one, George. Yeah, it was a good, good effort um, against Spearhead, yeah. There was also 11,000 put on at $2.50 on Black Mustang at Geelong. Now, this Greyhound is in race four this afternoon at Geelong as well, so okay. it might be um, one to look at. But better luck next time, George. Twenty and a half thousand at three dollars forty on Blue Shadows to defeat uh, Tornado Tears, uh, Gareth. And when those lids open, uh, they their heart would have fell out. Um, Tornado Tears nearly breaking the first sectional record and equaling the third sectional record, and eleven and a half grand on Swift Succession at four dollars eighty, who mm. ran third at Geelong. And a round of applause: eight hundred and fifty dollars at nine fifty on Sudden Call at Geelong, and five hundred dollars at nineteen on Major Style at Ballarat. <laughs> Georgie Farouge's yeah, new mate. song. Every time we introduce him now on RSN Central, he's our grease lightning, and I reckon he'll be able to just deliver oh, on the dance floor oh. with that slick back type of hair, dude. Go right on the dance floor, yeah. Yeah, it, mate. Uh, and I tell you what, when you have a few sherbets, Georgie, you just turn into um, I don't know who you turn into, but it's uh, I like the Georgie after a few sherbets. Do you? Yes. <laughs> I don't know where this is going, mate. No. I know they've been bagging you about your uh, dress sense. Mate, but I, uh, yep. I think your your ensemble is great you, today, mate. Any winners just quickly before we let you go? Uh, race three, number three at Horsham, I think will go all right. Yep. All right, mate. You're a star. Thanks, mate. And you're a bigger star, Molly. Appreciate <laughs> your you. time as always on Off the Leash. That's it for another show. Appreciate your time. Now.